everybody. Now I'm here to tell you about a remarkable new invention. Until now, this was the only way to get juice from an orange. You mean there's a better way? But that's all changed, thanks to the juice loosener. Let's meet the inventor. Mortimer Maine. Call me magic, though. Yeah? You want to try it? Okay, baby, here it comes. There she was, just walking down the street singing Cousins, where my people at, right here, where my cousins at, Winnipeg, Victoria, Phoenix, what up y'all, Wagwan, Wagwan, hope everyone's doing alright today, hope everyone's having a great day so far, I sure as hell am, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> back in action for another episode, baby, we're easing through the ease, call me easy breezy baby because that's what's going on, it's the cool breeze blowing through your hair, that's going to be the sound of the Everly Brothers today because that's who we got going on, Dawn and Phil, talk about them in a little bit, you know what, before we talk about anything, first things first baby, I want to give big ups to my man Julian Hine in Winnipeg, got the official merchandise drop today on the streets of Winnipeg, that's designed by yours truly, so check it out on the website and go ahead and cop yours if you want, that's mortmain.ca baby. But enough about the apparel and streetwear popping off, let's talk about the movie before we talk about the music, because that's what we do here in the Treehouse Lounge. Because some people might have never been here before, 
So welcome, if it's your first time, I am the host, DJ, MC, Selector, General Manager, and Art Director, your buddy, Mortimer the Magic Man, Maine, coming at ya with a movie that we watched this morning called Major League, because we've been in the baseball mode, baby. Major League, yes, classic, classic comedy, 1989, officially licensed merchandise, Charlie Sheen as Ricky Vaughn, the wild thing, man, the pitcher that can't see, so he needs glasses, it's all about the Cleveland Indians, it's still funny, it's still exhilarating, <laughs> man, you see a young Wesley Snipes, you see an old Tom Berger as like the broken down catcher, you gotta check this movie out again if you haven't seen it in a while. It's good for some laughs, man. Especially if you like baseball. Those darn New York Yankees. Such bullies, such thugs. Okay, moving on to the music. The Everly Brothers. That's four E's. <laughs> these guys. These guys are country influenced rock. Unlike Elvis, which was more blues-influenced rock, these guys are more like Johnny Cash with the country-influenced rock. This is a musical family, okay? Isaac Donald Everly and Philip Jason Everly, the younger one, aka Don and Phil, had a dad who had his own radio show in Shenandoah, Ohio in the 40s, playing tunes, I guess. And then they all moved to Tennessee, to Knoxville later on. So this is like country rock music mecca, Memphis, Nashville, you know, they ain't far. You can hop in a car and just like, big venues there. This is where the Everly Brothers popped off. So today, because in the 50s songs were pretty short because I guess the more songs you could play on the radio the more money you could make with the payola scams and everything like that we're gonna have time for five songs today which is gonna be awesome because we're actually gonna be taking a musical journey through the life of a teenage boy in 1950s high school girl crazy teenage boys okay I've been there I've lived that life so this is real this is one of those bands that, you know, because they were from the 50s and I was a kid in the 90s, I had heard the tunes, you know, and maybe it was like, who is this? If I wasn't, you know, in my younger years, I wasn't too, like, old-fashioned sounding for me. I was like, who is this? It's like the Everly Brothers, and then you don't remember. And then you hear another song, it's like, who is this? And then it's like, it's Everly Brothers. It's like, these guys too, with this song, this is a famous song too. It's like, yeah, it's same dudes. And uh, so forth. We are going to kick it off right now with my favorite Everly Brothers song. I think their best song. Well, I guess that doesn't need to be said. If I said it's my favorite. But this is the sound. This is the sound that got me. So, you probably heard the song before. This is a love song. This is a song about heartbreak. Our story begins with this boy in his room thinking about the girl that he just broke up with. And he's saying bye-bye to her because he was so in love. Bye-bye, love. 
die Bye bye my love and goodbye There goes my baby with someone new She sure looks happy, I sure am got the blues laid up in his room country and blues that's where it all comes from the Everly brothers because of their dad and his radio show and his industry connections he knew a guy named Chet Atkins who was a popular artist and Chet Atkins ran the RCA Victor recording studio in Nashville they got put on. Chet Atkins put the Everly Brothers on. Because everybody who heard them sing were just like, oh my god, like, did you hear those harmonies? Like, this is what's up. So, that song, the Everly Brothers did not write. They, they wrote, I don't know, maybe half of their hits? Probably not even. They worked with other songwriters. That song, Bye Bye Love, was rejected by 30 other bands. The songwriters, you know, were putting it out there. They're like, hey, do you want to record this one and put it out? And 30 bands said no until the Everly Brothers said yes. So, that's the story of getting broken up with. And he's even saying that his ex has already got a new man too. So that's harsher tokes. That's that's way harsher tokes. Okay, so the next one. Maybe the relationship with the ex-girl and her new man doesn't go so well, okay? Maybe that girl from Bye Bye Love, her name was Kathy. And the song's about her and her new guy.
Kathy with her new man at school and they're telling lies and talking shit but you know everyone's still like oh yeah Kathy's new man is a goof too because Kathy just treats these boys so bad so bad that our hero is crying about it okay so yeah ouch ouch but you know at least our hero was kind of like I don't want your love anymore like I'm over it I can't believe you're being this mean to me but like I should have known because you're trash Kathy you're trash and I know that because you had a new man so quick you're probably scheming on me too behind my back so be gone and then our hero uh, turns his sights elsewhere and then maybe he meets someone new. And her name might be Susie. But he's too shy to talk to her yet. So all he can really do is just dream about the day that maybe Susie will talk to him and they can go to the dance together. So let's hear our man get back on track with his thoughts. Because all he has to do right now to heal, get right, is dream. So let's dream big, baby.
about you know like at the dance the school dance you know getting uh, getting what you're hoping for with some return likes you know from whoever the object of your affection was getting that dance that like thing before first base stepping up to the plate to use a baseball analogy <laughs> man do you remember when you're an early teenager or whatever that first night where you think everything has gone so well and so fun that you're just like this is the best night of my life do you remember having that feeling i remember it happening a bunch of times right because they successfully successively get more and more fun you know like the first time you get to first base you're like this is the best night of my life but like the first time you hit a home run you're like this is you know a million times better than the, when I thought the best day of my life was the first time I got to first base you know what I'm saying <laughs> I just remember this guy at this high school dance once and he said out loud he was like this is the best night of my life and I was just like geez man like keep that to yourself you know like <laughs> okay so our man is back in the game he's in love but has he actually talked to her yet we don't know until this next song where they're on a date at the drive-in theater just the two of them in the car what a situation just rife with possibilities at the drive-in yeah man and then they fall asleep Scandalous, because what is everyone gonna think? But the main message here is our man, our hero. He's got himself a new girlfriend, and her name is Susie. And he's like, Susie, you gotta wake up, like right now. <laughs> Sounds 
this point our man's with Susie and they're like already ride together died together they've probably been together for like six days at this point I would say okay so let's take a pause from our story because we're at a we're at a happy place there now talk a little bit more about the guys so all those songs that we just heard were came out in like 1957 1958 and they were big tunes, big tunes. Kathy's Clown was the biggest hit there, like biggest selling. The other ones we heard, Bye Bye Love, All I Have To Do Is Dream, they were written by a songwriting duo husband and wife named Felice and Bordelow Bryant, the Bryant songwriting duo. So they're responsible for my favorite Everly Brothers songs. In 57 and 58, the Everly Brothers were touring with Buddy Holly, which is pretty cool, so that's pretty major. And then in 1960, uh, they released Wake Up Little Susie on a, their new record label, Warner. And it was the biggest record deal of the time for anyone in rock, anyone in music. And then one year later, this blew my mind today. One year later, they both decided to join the U.S. Marine Corps Reserves. Like, they signed the biggest record deal ever, and then they joined the military. I was like, what the hell is this? And then, they were in the military for a year, okay? They had to do a year, and I guess that, like, got their, whatever, possible drafting at some point out of the way. I don't even know. And uh, during that time, they did the Ed Sullivan show in 1962 in their uniforms, in their Marine uniforms. And then, like, that was it for the big hits. They basically started a steady decline from popularity, largely aided by the British invasion. Okay. And it was like, I don't know, Did what did the kids think when they saw them, you know, stepping away from rock stardom 
to go do this military service. Did they not think that was cool? Like, did that do anything? Or was it just like the sheer immense popularity of the new sound? This British invasion, the British version of American rock music. Because something happened. Oh yeah. At the same time, or like right after the military service, Don got sick with something. I forget what. And then he started on the uppers, man. The amps, beans, bee bombs, man. Bennies, chunk, chicken powder too, cartwheels, chochos, drivers, French blues, peaches, mini bennies, little bombs, leapers, hard drugs, some people just call them, okay? But it was amphetamines of all kinds, pink hearts, snowy palettes, TR6s, 10s, thrusters. And then, by 1964, Dawn was hooked too. Again, sparklers, oranges, splash, turnabouts, uppers, marathons, morning shots, diablos, greenies, debs, chochos, dexies. In-betweens, Jelly Babies, Reds, Blues, Black Sallies, Crystal, Yellow Barn, Batu, Colorado Rockies, Aqua, all that, all that. Just like Johnny Cash. Coincidence? Who knows? And then, yeah, as they fell out of popularity, there a rift developed between the brothers and uh, by 1973, they were playing a concert at like a theme park called Knott's Berry Farm in Florida. And Phil smashed his guitar on stage. And I was like, what? These guys, these like suit and tied, perfectly coiffed hair guys are smashing guitars, you know, only like 15 years after their fame. I like it. I was like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, that basically signaled the end of them. Okay, so they have this song called Devoted to You, which, you know, I could play, but it's a little bit, a little, little soft, a little too soft for what I'm trying to say right now, you know, so I'm going to skip that one. But we're going to imagine that, um, you know, we listen to it and our guy's just like, oh, Susie, I love you so much. I'm so devoted to you. And then because it's all good they're just like walking through school and uh the guy like kathy's guy like he's just this he's this schemer dude himself you know he's this bird dog he's this bird the shit bird so let's hear about that johnny is a joker he's a bird a very funny joker he's a bird but when he jokes my honey he's a dog he's joking ain't so funny what a dog johnny is a joker that's a trying to steal my baby he's a bird dog johnny sings a little song like a bird he sings the sweetest little song ever heard but when he sings to my gal what a howl to me he's just a wolf dog on the prowl johnny wants to fly away and put me love my baby he's a bird dog hey bird dog get away from my quail 
So wrapped up pretty neatly, Kathy's clown's name is Johnny, and Kathy's already like dismissed him. But this guy's a real piece of S, you know. Johnny's a real slice of S, because then he starts going after Susie. So who knows? This thing might come to a head with some fisticuffs behind the school at four o'clock, something like that. But we'll just have to imagine what happens on our own. Okay, my friends and family. I hope everyone had a good time today. I sure did. That was fun talking about the Everly Brothers. Okay, here's something to think about. When's the last time you called your grandma? Hmm. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great rest of your day. I'll be back tomorrow. That's just only 24 hours. So come back right here, meet up with me. We'll chill. All right. <laughs> no worries, baby. Each one, teach one. Go ahead and take this and share it with somebody else. And I will be back. I will return. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye, my loves. Peace. Uh...